All right, ladies and gentlemen, Raj and Sachin show episode three. Let's wow. get it. Let's get it. Sachin, what's up? Yeah. Oh, you know, it's a crazy week, bro. And, and you know what three reminds me of? I think that's how many times Samir has had a roca. <laughs> three times? I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, uh, I've been to one think, out of three. I've been to one out of three. Yeah, I've been to none. Hey, uh, oh, I get it now. <laughs> hey, uh, Raj, yo, can, can you please get off your chair, get out there, and fix the world? Because it's fucked up right now. Bro, it's 3D right now. That's <laughs> how I see the world. Yo, I want to give a shout out. We have a sponsor, bro. I'm going to get you some drinks too. Uh, Boss Brenton. He dropped a bunch of these off. But yeah, I had to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> so we're paying our sponsors now, eh? We're paying, but yo, dude hooked it up. Came to my house. He's been dropping off energy drinks, protein stuff, Boss Brampton, uh, workout equipment, snacks, shakes, uh, energy drinks. I, I drink it in the morning time just like because I'm so sleepy. I have one of these. There's also sugar-free. They have like um, mango guava. It's yeah. Yeah. Shit, bro. Like zero sugar. Is there caffeine in it? I don't know, man. I don't read it. It just, it's really good. Let's uh, start off. This one, this one has caffeine in it. Yeah, see, caffeine, me and a lot of caffeine, I don't do too good with that, bro. I get jittery. It has, yeah, it has some caffeine shit in it. Yeah. It's all what good, bro. It's good nerves. It's good for the nerves. When you mean workout equipment, what do you mean? Uh, so if you want to, um, like, you know, the bars uh, to do squats. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they have that. He has dumbbells, resistant bands. I, uh, thought, I thought you meant like sex uh, dolls or something like that. No, that's technically those are, from, equipment. those are from Amazon. They're essential, right? <laughs> <laughs> those come before your mask. Those can come before the N95 mask. You what might need a, they come with a bottle of sanitizer. There's like 20 fucking international students that bring that shit, bro. They set it up for you, too. <laughs> yo, yo, Raj, yeah. speaking of which, speaking of which, today is, I don't know why I went on the segue from international students, but today's June 1st, so it's 36 years, I believe, since the uh, Golden Temple number 1984. Yeah. So... I wanted to just come out there and say, I am Hindu, but I'm Punjabi. So on this day of Operation Blue Star, I'm apologetic. And I will let you know that I stand with you guys. You're my brothers. And in order to show my support, I'm wearing my Duda today. So that's my little way of saying I stand with y'all. Yeah, man. So how many years has it been? 31 years? 36. Fuck. Yeah, from 1984. So, and here's the thing, right? Like, like, and I, Indra Gandhi, you know, she got capped after, yeah. And yeah. I was saying in the WhatsApp chat when everyone was uh, talking about her, I'm like, she's like uh, the Kothjachi that everyone has. Everyone has one Kothjachi, and you want to clap her, but if you clap her, there's going to be problems. And Great that's exactly what ended up happening. Got it, man. Operation Blue Star. Holy shit, man. 36 years. You know, when I was little, I didn't even know anything about this. I just learned about this when I met Darshan. He told me about you thought, it. You thought it was a lyric from the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? Song. No, I just I was like, Operation Blue Star, is that a, is a movie? 
Like, is it, would, did it come out before Border? And I, I don't mean anything like, you know, I just, I didn't yeah. know what it was. But, oh man, it was a, it was a dark time, right? Like yeah. everyone knows India as a country. We'll segue into the what's going on in the U.S. from here, but mm-hmm. India as a country has has flaws. There's yeah. been a lot of flaws, not just now. I mean, we're talking about thousands of years of flaws, yeah. communal fighting, um, Muslim, Hindu, Hindu. Like forget forget different religions getting along in India. They haven't even figured out how to have different classes within the same religion get along. Oh yeah. Okay. You know I'm trying to say Ram, Ramgarians, their exit is on this side of the Godwara or they have yeah. different Godwaras or that's what I'm saying. So we yeah. haven't even figured out and the same with Hindus, right? Like so we haven't even figured out how to live with each other, even if the religion is the same, mm-hmm. let alone try to figure out other, how to live with other religions. Agreed. Is it getting better? I thought it was. Mm-hmm. But with the prime minister and the government in place right now, I, I think it's a step back. I mean the solace that we do have, I guess, is that in a sense, Punjab is uh, in a better position than it was 36 years ago. Wasn't there just an attack just recently on the Gurdwara where they, they hung this guy? Did that not happen? Just like in the last week? They, uh, I don't know if it was Muslims or... I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know. I didn't... You know what? That's it, the thing about what... In Kashmir. Okay, happened in Kashmir. Happened in Kashmir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I, well Kashmir I don't know. in itself has been just. Kashmir is one of those places, man. If there's peace there tomorrow, I think the general populace won't know how to handle peace. They're they're so used to there being uh, a, a a a riff or a rife in the in that province and fighting in that province that I don't think they would know how to even handle peacetime. But Sachin, look, so we're talking about 36 years ago that happened, right? Operation Blue Star, and now Correct. you know we have obviously. You know, it's not the same capacity, but things are still happening. Now, you remember the L.A. riots. When was that? Like 90 what? 92. All I remember is uh, at that time, Toronto Sun used to be like the big popular newspaper. And I was just, I knew I saw it on the news, you know, the L.A. riots happening. But I do I'll always remember as a kid, uh, we were driving somewhere and the, the front page, it says L.A. Burns. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, as a kid, seeing this guy get beat up, I, I knew that, oh my God, like, such, like, injustice, ha- like, happening. And you I know like, it's wrong. Even as yeah. a kid, you watch a video yeah. like that, you yeah. know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know there's, yeah. there's absolutely no reason. Like, you saw, I saw the video. Um, yeah. Initially, for the first couple of days, I just saw pictures, still pictures of it. I, I don't know. Do are we talking about, people. are you, which word are we talking about right now? George Floyd. That happened on Monday, right? No, it like, happened before that. I think the videos came the out. The 25th or whatever the 25th was. Yeah. yeah. So, so what happened is I hadn't seen the video. I had seen the pictures of it around the internet. And then a couple of days ago, I, I decided, okay, you know what? I'm not, I, I have to watch the video. I owe it to... It happened on Monday, I think. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say I owe it to my friends of color. But no, I, I owe it to myself to watch that video. And, and it was, well, if I can pick one word for it, just disgusting man disgusting. dude like, same thing i couldn't even do that to an enemy of mine dude i exactly what you're saying the the picture i saw the picture you know what i first saw i think it was either lily mm-hmm. lily singh posted it i think i saw and i was just like what is this like another another incident happened because it was just a still like you were saying right yeah and then more and more people were talking about it and i was just like oh my god usa is just you know whatever then, like you were saying, saw the video, 
right? Mm-hmm. The guy's on his, like, the knee's on the back of his head, right? On his neck. That's, it was on his neck. Yeah, the, the guy's lying there, and George was cuffed. Yeah. And then the, guy, the cop has his hands in his like pocket, he- right? He has his hands in his pocket, and the knee is on the back of his mm-hmm. head. And it just, I don't know, I see people, like, mm-hmm. yelling, screaming, what the fuck is going on? I'm just like, what the hell is going on as well? I'm like, what the hell is happening here? I didn't know. And then when you see this guy died, and today they came out with the, the they did the autopsy, right? The family? I'm pretty sure today yeah, yeah it, um, is when they, when they did it. They, they've, what was the, they were saying it was the neck and the back, right? Like, because it was compressed yeah, or he had a heart attack or. Here's the thing, right? Is, is when you have a system now, okay, that got recorded by citizens who had cameras, okay? This has been going on forever. Yeah. But it got recorded because everyone's got a camera in their hand now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even like they can confiscate the cameras because you can quickly send the video to your YouTube, WhatsApp, whatever, right? It's on or into the internet mm-hmm. direct. But mm-hmm. for, for that to happen in front of the cameras and the cops are looking at these people with cameras just shows how brazen, brazen they are and how they know that the system works for them because mm-hmm. they didn't even get – only one of them got arrested. All four of them are fucking cowards. Yeah. Only one of them got arrested. And he didn't get arrested until the video came out and people started rioting. So that's how bad the system is. The whole system needs overhaul. And the same unarmed black man killed, murdered, assassinated in broad daylight. Yeah, in broad daylight. Yeah. With it being recorded, and the cops aren't charged. Mm -hmm. How the fuck does that happen? How Such does society a, let itself to get to that point where the cops have this kind of power now? Dude, it's the same thing with the guy that was running. Remember the, what was yeah, that, like two weeks ago? Where he, up at yeah, Arbor, yeah. Yeah, you know, going for a jog or whatever the, the case is. These guys were, how many months or how many weeks were they like freed? And then a video comes out and yeah. that's when they get arrested. And that's when yeah. people take action. When <laughs> there's rioting and when people... When they make it a big deal on social media, like they're so reactive to yep. these situations. So if you have it on video, you, that's how, that's how broken the system is, Raj. Is that yeah. you literally need to have a public outcry or uproar in yeah. order to get these police officers charged. Yeah. Anyone who saw that video, people probably saw that video mm-hmm. before it came out to the public. Mm-hmm. How does a DA watch that video and decide it's not worth charging the cops? The guy was coughed. It's a different story, okay, and I'm not saying this isn't justified, but if he was not cuffed and they were trying to restrain him and something happened, he was cuffed and this coward was on his neck for like eight minutes. Yeah, I think seven to eight minutes. Apparently he had a heart attack. He was having a heart attack. Yeah. And, and that's and why he was trying to like, he was, he was trying to like, uh, he, obviously you try to arrest somebody who's having a heart attack. It's not going to work out for you. No. You know what I mean? And then I think when he stopped moving, the, the people that were recording asked the police officers to check his vital signs. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when they did it. And then, but they didn't make, they didn't really do anything after. I think the ambulance came and yeah, pretty fucked up, bro. Bro, here's the thing. You got to realize, and then some people are like, oh, well, they're rioting and they're looting and they're this and that. You have a disenfranchised generation and, it, and it's, it's the riots in the 60s there was riots yeah. in the 90s and now there's riots here again there's been um protests in between it's because it's not getting fucking fixed 
Mm-hmm. They don't know what else to do. So it's like almost like, you know, when you're, you're the bully in school and the family can say, look, my kid's being bullied, my kid's being bullied and no one pays attention. Mm-hmm. But then when you lash out and beat up the bully or do something, then you're getting in trouble. Sachin, man, I've worked in security so and loss. I, be, I worked in security and loss prevention for over 20 years. And I've worked very closely with police officers. And even at one time in my life, I wanted to be a police officer. But I saw how these cops yeah. treat people. Like I can give you a, a, a situation where there was a female arrested and she was overweight. And the cop came into the, to the room and started like being very rude to her. And I'm like, look, she made a mistake, whatever. But he asked her how much she weighed. You know, she was bigger, a bigger woman, right? And uh, I, think she, I think she said like 280 or something. And he goes, for fuck's sakes, in front of her, I had to leave the room. Like, I was so disgusted. <laughs> I was so disgusted. The no, I'm sorry, I, don't, like, I don't mean to laugh, but that's so. Yeah. That's so he, he, he goes, for fuck's sakes. And then even when it was like immigrants, um, the way that they would speak, like, where do you want, do they do this in your country? Do you want us to send you back? Do you want us to do this? Do you want us to do that? I saw how people were treated and the whole like privilege, white privilege and all that other. It happens, man. That's but the way that the world thing. runs. You get treated the- different. Based well, here's on your color. Thing. Well, here's the thing, right? Is is and we're not trying to really bash police because if someone breaks into my house right now and if I can't handle it, I'm calling. You're gonna call the cops. Yeah. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: is majority of them good people? Like you know, we talk about international students. Yes, majority of the cops are good people. The problem we're having, uh, like in a lot of cases, is the majority of them are silent, and you see that. Yeah. Like this guy's a coward. The other three cops that were standing there, we don't know who they are or how they are, yeah. but they remained silent. Yeah. And that's, that's and the that's thing, That's what dude. makes them part of, like, and that's what the problem is. The problem, the whole policing, I think, needs to be overhauled. They pick people that are high school dropouts or bullies or whatever, whoever wants to join and pass the physical gets it, right? Yeah. But they need to have a different. I, I would say that cops, somebody who's going to have a firearm and police the streets needs to take a four year college or university course that once you graduate, you can become a cop and the whole course should teach de-escalation. That's what these guys should be expert at. that. Yeah. They, they should, should have scenarios. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I know they have a hard job. Like I know they see crazy shit every day and I know that there's many that I've, I've had, I have cops in my family and they've even said to me that, you know, they, they see people like shot, like their faces, like, you know, like, and they have to like act a certain way where they have to make fun of the body in order to like keep themselves in like sane. They have to yeah. like, you know, but I know they, they have this asshole syndrome where, yeah, it's you know, a bravado, right? It's a yeah. false sense of bravado. And that needs to be bred out of the police force. The police needs to be educated on de-escalating. Not everyone needs to be armed in the police force. Mm-hmm. Number two, especially in country like Canada, where, where guns mm-hmm. aren't like rampant. Yeah. And then number three, I would say that some at some level, the police should live in the area that they're policing. It should yeah. be their neighborhood. Yeah. They should know everyone there. Yeah. It doesn't make sense when somebody drives up from Barrie and is mm-hmm. policing Jane and Finch. 
Yeah. They don't know the neighborhood. They don't know the fabric of the neighborhood. They yeah. don't know the elders that you can reach out to if you see some problems happening with kids that might be going the wrong way. I mean, mm-hmm. some cops, good cops, probably do. But, and dude, and, and you know, I know I've been saying a lot of negative things, but there are some really good cops. I've had, dude, I had a birthday party and somebody uh, crashed the party and I was kicking the person out and the person came to punch me and the cops saw that he was coming towards me and stopped the guy. And then obviously we went to court. But what I'm trying to say is, yes, there are bad and there's bad cops, but there's a lot of cops there that just have a fucking attitude and the way that they treat people. You know, they're there to serve. It, it, but it's, 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 how many times have you got pulled over, bro? Like Darshan and I used to like just randomly when we were driving, we get pulled over. They never arrested us. They never advised us why we were getting pulled over. Uh, they, they weren't detaining us. They've even asked us to get out of the car while they're searching the car, but not telling us that they're searching the car. You know what I'm saying? We were young at that time. We didn't know what to say or do whatever. So, and then yeah, at the end, so like, happened to me too. Check, random check. Yeah, it happened to me. And, and here, here's the thing. I, I think when we comment on police in Canada, it's very different than the police in the USA because now you have a history of oppression amongst yeah. black people in the USA. You have a very violent, um, deplorable history created by the white people in the USA. Like, let's not jump around the like bush here or dance mm-hmm. around the bush. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's been systematic racism that exists where even in the 50s and the 60s, like black people couldn't get mortgages. Even if your credit was straight and you had the down payment, there was banks that didn't want to deal with you. So mm-hmm. now you have a whole chunk of population when you say, okay, well, how come you're still in poverty? You have a whole chunk of population whose grandparents at the time couldn't make their way out of poverty because they couldn't get into home ownership, which is the biggest way out mm-hmm. in that your biggest way into the American dream. So systematically, this group of people is still oppressed. Their schools don't have all the, the, the facilities that other schools have. They don't mm-hmm. have the after-school programs that other areas have. They've just been oppressed from the beginning. So now when you see your parents go through that, your grandparents go through that, you hear stories of your uncles and aunts and people going through that, and then you see stuff like this happen blatantly and people not getting charged, what do you do other than violence? That's my thing. People are like, oh, they, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. What would you do? What can you do to get your voice heard? Yeah, and like with the whole rioting now, like that's here. I'll get, I'm going to give you one of my friends, right? He's uh, he's Jamaican, right? And I, I posted some stuff up. You know, I've seen a lot of people posting stuff up because it's disgusting, right? So, you know, I got this message where I posted something up and he goes, this is still bothering me. And this is still bothering me. So seeing this, the world we are living in, we have seen the evil in that officer's face. I am still traumatized after seeing that. If I had a brick in my hand, I would smash the officer's face with it. That coward Ooh. officer. So these people, they're, you know what? I'm just saying, we're, they're hurt. Everybody's hurt, man. This is, this is fucked up. This brings you back to when you were younger, dude. I remember getting spit on, bro, because I'm Indian. I got spit on. I got like, you know, called packy like crazy. Darshan, you know, obviously he lived in Chatham, Ontario. He sighed. And like, even he was telling me like principles, all that, nobody helped him. No, I mean, and, and I, I wish, I don't I shouldn't say I wish, 
I, I hope I could have shared some of that this stuff with you so I would know how it feels. But I'm being yeah. honest here. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see a lot of racism. Man. Yeah, man. Well, were, were you in Mississauga the whole time? Well, in high school, yeah. I came back yeah. from Calgary. Calgary, there wasn't really anything because, yeah. to be quite honest, I don't think anyone knew what we were. Dude, bro, spit on, punched, didn't know if we were getting, like, bullied, all no, that shit. When I came back here, I, I pretty much went straight to high school, which yeah. is T.L. Kennedy. Yeah. And T.L. Kennedy was a very multicultural school. So, like, yeah. I didn't see racism. I mean, yeah. I ran into people that were assholes. Yeah. I Cops, <laughs> I've had some really bad experiences with some officers, good yeah. experience with other ones. Yeah. Uh, but racism, like outward racism, I didn't really experience it that much, but mm -hmm. it does exist. It exists. Yeah. And, it, and, and here's the thing. It, a lot of people assume that it's only directed towards minorities. Mm -hmm. No, as, as being Indian families, we hear our uncles and aunts talk. Yeah. Minorities are racist as fuck too. Yeah. Dude, you want to hear something fucked up? When we were when we were like younger and teens, one of our black friends, I'm like, all right, let's get in the car. He goes, yeah, I'm gonna sit in the back. And I was like, why are you sitting in the back? He goes, do you want to get pulled over? I felt so fucking sad that he had to say that to me. Well, it's true. In, 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 here's the thing, right? There's there's parents, um, and I have a lot of friends that are from the Caribbean background, even some American dudes that are black and stuff like that. And they have conversations with their kids that tell their kids that you don't want to cop pulls you over. Don't put your hands in your pocket. Put your hands on the steering wheel. If your insurance is in the glove box, tell them you're going to reach for it, blah, blah, blah. And these are something that the average white American does not even – it doesn't register with them. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not their experience by and large with the police, right? The whole – there's a systematic problem in the States. I don't know how they're going to fix it, but it needs to be fixed. And everyone keeps saying, well, the next generation is going to come along and, and they're more woke and they're going to mm -hmm. fix this and they're going to do this. But no, it seems to be that every generation that comes along, there's still an issue. There's an underlying issue. Until they fix the economic disadvantages that black mm -hmm. communities in the States have, and start systematically fixing um, these government arms and agencies like the police, the court system, et cetera, they're going to continue mm -hmm. to have problems in the USA. So you're saying the only way that this is going to be fixed, one of the ways is that the officers just need to be, they need to be trained more. That's what you're saying, right? They need to they go need through. To educated. Yeah. It should be harder to be a police officer, a cop, than it is to become a freaking engineer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because as an engineer, you have people double checking your work. If you make a bridge that falls, that kind of stuff doesn't happen anymore. You have computers helping you out. Why is it that I can get a Tech Nine or an AK and be part of SWAT, but not be even close to as educated in what I'm doing as people in other mm -hmm. fields? It needs to be, like I said, a four or five year course on de escalation. So big weapons, there's no reason for every single officer on the road to have a sidearm. So, there's no reason. So let me ask you. So all, a lot of the active shooters recently that we've seen have been white males, right? So a lot of times when they get arrested, yeah, you've seen it's not like an aggressive arrest, right? Like there, there are some examples. Now, right. you take the same situation 
but they're black. What do you think? You, do you think they shoot yes. first? You think they shoot first, ask questions later? 100%. Yeah. I like, think also a lot of those, those uh, mass shootings happen in smaller places and smaller towns yeah. where the cops, I think, because they operate a little differently in the small town environment, police. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. In general, like I'm saying, it's a broken system. America's on fire right now. They reached the White House lawn the other day. The White House had to turn off its lights. Okay. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's a I heard, Yeah, I heard China making fun of Trump. Said you're a coward that you're hiding behind the CIA and you had to hide in your uh, bunker. Oh, yeah? You yeah. should ask them where Zin, whatever his name is, their uh, president was during the coronavirus. He did like one interview with a mask on. So where was he hiding? Ask he was in the lab, bro. He was in yeah. the lab. He was cooking he was up the, the new lab. formula of the coronavirus. Yeah, wave up the fall version. Second wave, bro. Second <laughs> wave. 2.0 fall version. No, oh, no, line a, is getting as, bro. S plus, S plus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's got facial detection. Oh <laughs> fuck! Yo, the numbers are numbers are like going up and down. I think it's like, but more. If you see like the halted in the, the mall, the Trump Pier outlets, I saw people yeah. walking around like normal shit, bro. Like it was a regular oh, day. Dude. There's lineups everywhere at winners and shit. Yeah. All soccer moms got to get them dresses. I don't know where they're going to wear What's them. What's up with that? Why is HomeSense such a big fucking deal, dude? Like, why do you need to go to HomeSense when... I don't know, man. It is, I don't understand that. Like, well, People got those Serb texts, bro. They got to spend the Serb on something. I, I don't know. I don't understand okay. this thing. Yeah, People got Serb checks burning holes in their pockets. Yeah, that's the thing. Do you know how many times you hear that shit? Yeah, they're available right now. That All the people at Halton Hills are on those checks. You know what I'm saying? People have not. That's why these like riots and everything that are happening, all these riots across the world, a lot of these people, like I'm talking about, um, weren't they saying that there was like a white supremacist group that was linked to the riots? Meaning yeah. like the, the looting. Yeah. Yeah. So there's people that are taking, you know, what's happened here and just going out there and just smashing windows and shit and, and grabbing oh, things. You're always going to have, people, but what I'm saying, have people that are going to take advantage of a situation like this, right? But this is the worst time too, right? Because people are billy. People are home. They have nothing to do. That's what it is. Yeah. You got of pent-up energy. Yeah. So more, yeah, they're pissed. pissed. They've lost yeah. their jobs. Yeah. Um, but you know one thing about America? They beat COVID with good old-fashioned racism. The only thing that America knows how to do is beat something with some good old-fashioned racism. Uh, if you turn on CNN, it's like COVID's not even happening anymore. I don't even see that Cuomo guy anymore, the governor, talking his shit. Dude, about- did you, yeah. didn't you see that, the, the guy in Brampton? Like, the, he walked up to his neighbors and said, yo, N-word, you're looking at my daughter. turned out to be Indian. Yeah, I, I was actually on Six Buzz, and they're like, oh, you white people, blah, 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 because he was speaking like, like yeah, a white Yeah, he kind of looked like a Gora too, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I saw the name, and I was like, whoa. Zaganjita, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I forgot the last name. Randawa. Yeah, Randawa. I was like, yeah. come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, don't go there with the race. Like, in, in the thing is, it's not like he went there, and this is no excuse, but if he had went there, and then they – the, the lady went back at him and then he came back with racism. I still don't understand it, but okay. Mm-hmm. Like he started with racism. Yeah, like right away. 
He went there with the bad energy right threw, off the bat. He threw the N-word right away. It was like, yeah. da 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 N-word. And I was like, yeah. whoa. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. We, we're, we're quick to point out racism in other cultures. We, we are racist as fuck, bro. Yeah. No, like, not me and you, per se, but if you look at our uncles and our aunts, how many times have you heard them say some real offside shit? And the thing is, how many times do we check them? And the good thing I like about this new generation, like my nephews and stuff, shout out RSV, Sahil and all of them, but they will check you. If you say something that they deem to be racist, this new generation checks you. and They tell you, yo, such a mama, we think this is wrong because X, Y, Z. Yeah. But you know what? Like a lot of the like Indian, like, uh, you know, our parents and shit, they did the thing, you got to check them. Because, yo, when I was in school, all, like, my black friends or whatever were the ones that we could relate. Like, when people were making fun of curry, they were eating curry. Yeah. You know what I mean? They made it cool. You know what I mean? Like, we were, we were together. It was us. Just like Russell Peter says, you beat your kids, blah, blah, blah. He hung out. Like, we related to a lot of things, man. You know, when I growing up, my first friends were all black. Yeah? Yeah. And, and he, he, here's the thing too, Raj, like it's, how long are these demonstrations going to go for? Is it going to change anything? And that's, that's what concerns me. I know you're striking out. I know you're John, mad. John just I, came on. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to wait till his video comes on. I think he's trying to make himself look beautiful before he logs on. Our John, John, I can't see. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there, there you go. Is. There you go, John. What's, What's going happening? on? What's happening? Oh, good, man. Just go home. What's going on? How are you guys? Yeah, we're good. I was just telling these guys, I'm like, because they're like, hey, guys, should we do this tomorrow? Should we, like, schedule? I'm like, no, nah, bro, I just messaged Jarn. I said, what are you doing? <laughs> 30 minutes? I, I did it old school, bro. I'm like, right, yeah, straight. you literally just, you demanded. <laughs> You're like, I'll see you in 25 minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. Sometimes you have to, dude. Sometimes you have to. I was That's telling how you we get guests, bro. We, we don't have, we don't we have don't a producer. Prep. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want people to prep. We just want to have that conversation to be organic, man. Yeah, like I like it. Days, you know? Like that back way. in the days when, like, you know, Barone just used to come to your house. Nobody used to call back in the day. Oh, <laughs> That's no, when you're you running around upstairs <laughs> and you're trying to, you know, get your shit together. <laughs> No. You have to send out, you know how we talk about mom to send me on a Dodda run because too many people came? They're like, yeah. Samosa unexpected and you'd have to run out to Balko's are called the Indian place. You gotta run out the back door. Balk foods, man. John, what's happening, bro? I see the Bulls jersey, man. Yeah, man, bro. Come on. You know I'm always gonna represent, man, greatness. Come on. I don't know if Sachin's seen it, but the documentary, you know, yeah. I haven't done Last Dance. That was like you want to watch it again after it's done. Yeah, I did. I watched half of it again. It yeah. was that great, dude. I had no idea that Jordan would like look for something where he would have to get pissed yeah, to like to motivate him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just thought the guy could channel his anxiety and, and mm. into like something positive. That's why he was. But no, this guy needed a beef. <laughs> he needed no, a beef. <laughs> that's crazy. And you know what? The fact that they sat on that footage for like over 20 years. Dude. Yeah. Unreal. And that's our era. Like us being yeah. like, you know, the freaking oldies. Like we grew up like like witnessing that shit, man. That's right, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was, that was so the only Because there was no Raptors. So the only games we used to look forward to was 
was I think NBA on NBC on Sundays or Saturdays, and they used to play. There would always be a Bulls game, and then yeah. there would be like either Knicks or Lakers. Yeah, that's that it. Those were the, the main teams. Nobody else gave a shit about it, like the rest of the teams, man. Yeah, if you're from Toronto, you grew up a Bulls fan, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all about shoes and fucking, you see the Jordans come out and you're like, oh shit, man. Oh my God. It was a big thing here. There's, yo, such yeah. a shoe movement. It was huge. I don't know about how I was in England, but. <laughs> no, you had- Bro, I'm telling you, you can't even get these. You, let me show you. You can't even get oh, these. Oh, here we go. This guy oh. has. Oh, oh shit. Bro, you can't get these. Hey, yo, man. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Yo, what's up? I got the link, eh? You got the link, eh? Hey, what, Bro, I've had, those, I've had those for 12 years. They've never touched the floor. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. What size friends, are you? Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> Where do you live? No, not an address. Yo, and, and, and yo, throw the address up, quick. <laughs> I throw oh, mine out on the podcast. Uh, I wait honestly, for somebody like, to watch. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very big, something people don't know about me, I'm a very big sports memorabilia fan. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, let me show you. I'll say you another thing. This is, this is why people don't know my address. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to see something special? <laughs> Holy Check shit. this out. These are uh, Kobe's rings. What the f- What? I got all of Kobe's... Uh, Championship rings. Is that the one that his mom sold? No, no, no. These are the double. <laughs> these are these. Are, <laughs> bro, these have got some serious weight on them, though, man. Dude, oh my god, that's insane. That you have more than now, Batia. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, yo, you're the super fan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm not Raptors super fan. I'm just, I'm yeah. just a fan of Kobe and Jordan, man, and, Dude, and I grew up with those guys, you know. Holy shit. Hey, one, one thing we're going to do, Charm, is I got to tell Darsh, when he puts this podcast up, he's going to make mine and Raj's faces really small <laughs> on Charm. Because the reason why we have Charm is we need more female listeners. So oh. you're, the eye, you're the eye candy, bro. What are you trying to say, yo. bro? You try- <laughs> yo, yo Charm used to train me. Train. <laughs> I'll tell you a true story. He was, oh, tra- he was training me, and one of my last sessions... Like, first and last session. No, I go to him. I go, bro, something like stuck in my throat. I don't know what's happening. There's something wrong with me. I need to go to the doctor. I go to the doctors, and that's when I had that, um, you know, that crazy acid reflex. Yeah. yeah. I was in the hospital for like two, three days. So I'm like, yeah, I remember that. This guy killed me. <laughs> he almost killed me. <laughs> it wasn't all the burgers and everything I was eating. <laughs> it was Charm. Charm was trying to undo your damage. And he did more damage to you. Oh my goodness! Oh this my guy. god! <laughs> oh my god! But honestly, no, I had heard turns that uh, Raj, um, hmm. when he was training with you, Raj told me that he was one of your best students because he goes, <laughs> "I showed up for one class and I left five minutes later." <laughs> you know so what, though, man? Didn't have to waste a lot of time with me. Like, I'll be home. Oh my god. You know how such a uh, how uh, Charn always makes videos of his clients, like not all of his clients, but like if they're having results. I was always like, "Fuck, bro, I want to make it to that level where I'm on his Instagram, bro. I want to be on his Instagram." But- yeah, but you know what, man? Like it's it's. I feel like now in the industry and um, every that's all trainers do now is 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 like they're so quick to pull their phones out. But now, like what I've come to understand is like people want their privacy. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. I felt like, you know what, I'm going to pick and choose. Yeah. But like the person has to be super comfortable, Yeah. but I don't want to devalue that process by just shooting shit. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. actually be that present. My phone isn't even on me. Cameras are not even know when it, and yeah. I'm actually training them. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't yeah. forget that. And with Raj, with you, that's the level of attention you needed. Like, if you notice, we were just straight at it. Yeah. No, it was you honestly a really mean? good time. How long did you go for, Raj? Honestly, I, I think I went. For, I think I went for how many sessions? I I know I signed up for uh, a a bunch more, but I never about, went. Yeah. <laughs> about about fifteen. I think we were like fifteen in. Yeah. But dude, do you bike ride? Like, do you do bike yeah, riding? Do. Yeah. So you're in Brampton, right? Like. Uh, yeah. We should, we should. I like, did a, I did a fifty k the other day. I was I just went straight across Brevet. Dude, I was telling like Darson, we should do like a bike. Yeah. We should do a bike thing. Like, uh, like I told him, yo, bring. I'm all about the cameras and shit. <laughs> like, yo, put the put the drones up, man. Let's Bro, actually, yo, funny enough, I just yeah. bought a drone two days ago. Get out. Two days ago, I bought a drone. I bought the Mavic Mini, and yeah. um, I was at full credit today, just flying it around. Yeah. Fucking almost lost it in the sea, you know. <laughs> Dude, like, I have a, I don't know if you would count it as a bike, but I have a bike that, like an e-bike. <laughs> yeah, that's you how know that. A no, motorcycle. Yo, yo, I. He's got a moped. I can bring the car, like, fuck. He's got a moped from India, bro, his chassis. Oh, my gosh, that's not biking, bro. Hey, oh, yo, you know what the Dar- funny part is? Darshan sold it to me. Darshan sold it to me. Yeah, I, I was there. I was oh, yo, there when you bought it. But the thing about it, Jordan, is that um, I've only been a couple of times, but it's just the fact that I have the ability to have assistance yeah. makes me want to go on it more. I don't know why. I'm not saying that I have to go and turn it on full, full speed. No, but it gives you that little bit of a push, right? So, Yo, I'm down to go. I'm seriously down I'm to down go. Yeah, man, I'm in Brampton, man. I'm, I'm, um, okay, after the podcast, don't, tell us, don't, don't say where you are here because, you know, the ladies and shit. You know how, like, you know, they'll, uh, <laughs> they'll be knocking on your door and shit, bro. Yeah, they'll start knocking. Don't need you remember last that. time? Remember last time you came on the podcast? God, yeah, we, we, we don't need to hear from you after and say, can you tell your listeners to stop bothering? But, but John, oh ser- seriously, not joking, dude. Like, I 100% love to bike ride. I'll I'm come through, running, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll come through, but I need a uh, bike. Bro, I got a motorcycle. Get on the We just double ride and then say we beat John. You know the funniest part is he's like, I went on a fifty-kilometer bike ride. I'm like, bro, if I go fifty kilometers in my car, I get tired. <laughs> no, John, it took I'm a while. Driving. I, li- I literally down. just went across Brovet, man. I just didn't stop until I got to like forty k, man. Yo, I'm down. I'll do it. I'm, I'm right sure. off of Bovard too, like near. Uh, hey, 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 yo, yo! Don't worry about where you no, are. After care. the podcast, I know you don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at Bovard and Brand Lee, so I'm probably not too far from you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too, bro. I'm right by the water. Okay, so yo, let's set this up after. Okay, I know where you are. Let's set this up. Get this bike thing going, man. I don't know. Maybe like you know, uh, something. Let's run it. Yeah, I'm down. Run it. I'm down, bro. Yeah, we can shoot a, club, a podcast on the bike and see how long it takes before we're out of breath and we can't talk. Yo, I'll just, I'll just turn on my uh, assistant. <laughs> turn it on. <laughs> That's your Siri. That's a bicycle Siri. Dude, you guys oh will be sweating God. and shit. I'll be like, yo, let's go. Let's go. Roger's popping a wheelie by, by us. 
Hey, uh, really quickly, Charon, we wanted to ask yes. you, so our format is different. We don't actually interview anyone, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I love it. What do you, what do you think? We You're breaking up, bro. You gotta pay that bill. Hopefully, I can't hear him. Yeah, he's frozen, bro. It, it happens to him. Look, we'll just let him finish, and then afterwards, we'll make him repeat it. <laughs> Yo, Sachin, you're not coming in clear, bro. You're frozen right now. We just see your boot. We, we just see your boot. Okay. You're back, you're back. Yeah. So again. basically, I, I was saying, like, um, the world is fucked. Like, you're watching news right now. What are your thoughts on some of the stuff going on? Um, holy shit, man. Where do we begin? Like, obviously, we got the pandemic. We got the coronavirus. We got the quarantine and everything. And all of a sudden, now, it's, everybody's forgotten about it. And we went from social distancing to now fighting for social justice. There's a quick transition, right? Um. And, you know, with the weather as well, yeah. really nice. Everybody's just doing that thing, man. And, and I, I think um, what's going on, everybody fighting for the rights with the Black Lives Matter, I think it's incredible. I think it's good. The rioting, the, the, there's a fine line between, you know, protesting and people who are just looting, mm -hmm. you know. And, and mindlessly looting and just smashing stuff is not going to get anything done, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's unfortunate. But, like, yeah, there's a fine line, right? And And... You got to be careful at the end of the day. And I'm we were talking yeah. to uh, such I was telling him that people are at home right now. They're bored. There's a lot of people. They're just angry too. So they're out there. They're rioting. They're yeah, people, yeah, people they, are lost jobs. And, and there, there's people that honestly, and we can't really understand that because we live in a country where, uh, I mean, racism is there a problem, Canada? Of course it is. Is it prominent? Not like the U.S., I don't think, right? No. So, so we live in a country where we see opportunity and we see the ability to make it. And yeah. to live in a place where you don't even want to drive in certain parts of the city at night because you know as a colored person you're in a white area and you'll get pulled over by police or you mm -hmm. might get beaten yeah. up or you might – like. I, we can't even fathom what they go through. So when I see it break out into violence, I'm like, they've tried everything else. Like I was telling Rod, it's like the – That's right, yeah, yeah. Like you eventually are gonna head back, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. What uh, I, I just I, what I'm having an issue with is is basically you the people who are protesting, the people who are tired and fed up and tried, they're making a stand. But then there's people that aren't that are looting for no reason. Do you know what I mean? Like there was a video of these two Asian ladies just smashing shit for no reason. And then yeah. these two black guys went up to them and said, hey, stop. Like, this isn't, this isn't what the movement is about. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I think uh, some people are, are taking advantage of it, and it's spoiling it for the people who are actually, you know, trying to get shit done. Like, Toronto did a pretty good, like, there was uh, something, I don't know if it was Saturday. I think it was pretty peaceful, like, here. But I know Montreal, they yeah. fucking, they went yeah. on a rampage, bro. Yeah, I know. And I know, I know when that we had the... Dude, when we had the G, I don't know what it called, G some, what is it called? G twenty, right? A lot of the, yeah, a lot of the Montreal people actually came to Toronto at that time, and they're the ones that were doing the rioting and and smashing windows and all that other shit. So now that yeah. they're quarantined, you know what I'm saying? Toronto had one, and it was pretty peaceful. And now you see Montreal, where I think I don't know how many people got arrested, but I was reading like these people were just going insane. Yeah, I think also because of the quarantine and because of the fact that people don't have to wake up and go to work tomorrow, the capitalistic system is set up to A, put you in a debt trap to become mm -hmm. a consumer, 
And B, because you're so far into that death trap or debt trap, you are basically stuck going to work every single day because you don't want to lose your house and all these materialistic things that you purchased, right? Mm-hmm. Now with the, with the quarantines going on and a lot of people losing their jobs, that frees up a lot of people that otherwise wouldn't protest to yeah. be able to go and protest. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, That's yeah. probably what made these even worse than they were going to be. Uh, having said that, I don't know how America fixes itself without a complete system overhaul there needs to be a complete system overhaul for racism to be you won't eliminate racism ever but for racism to be a non-issue like you want to have a a, a kid from a black or hispanic family literally believe as they're growing up that they can go out there and achieve whatever they want to achieve because right now when you talk to those kids they think that not there's there's a glass barrier i can't do this because this won't allow me to do this but yeah. let's be honest right now. Look at look at the leadership that there right now. Let's be honest. Like I haven't traveled there uh since you know Trump has been there. Yeah, the likewise, I, I I don't feel comfortable. I'll just be honest with you. Going to I know you were gonna we were gonna go to Sutton's wedding in May, and that would have been the only time, but I I had no desire to go there, dude. Like Yeah, me too. I got yeah. I'm okay. Like like yeah. I didn't want to go, but I was so busy and fixated. But then when I thought about it, I was like, nah, you know what? I'll just yeah. wait, man. Yeah, and I'll just wait. You just wait. Just wait it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. elsewhere. Racism in the States is, is a little more direct. Like like I I've I've cousins that live in Philly and, and we go there and occasionally like at nighttime when we go out, I'd want to go to like a nicer place and they'd be like, ah, but that's in the Gora area. I'm like, so? And then we would go, and you could see it. They didn't want you there. Like, they thought we were Spanish, right? Yeah, yeah I was going to say that. They didn't want us there. We were treated like shit. One time we were walking by this, this it was like a bum or something, and he started saying, Andre, papi, Andre, 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 like trying to like antagonize or like, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that was in Little Italy. That was actually when we were going to, you know that famous uh, cheesesteak place in Philly? I've been to Philly, but I haven't been to that, that place. But, but uh, Philly's super cool, though. I had a good time there. Even Philly's in the good. Place. If you're in the right area yeah. at the right time, Philly's great. You can, you can run into some weird situations in Philadelphia a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, and you know what? Even in Europe, like I, I, you guys were born and bred here, and, and, and going back and forth to the States was so accessible, right? For mm-hmm. me, it wasn't like that. You know, I only had experience of the States through TV and movies. And even then, it was it was shown in movies how direct it was, right? For me, mm-hmm. it was Europe, and Europe's yeah. Europe's very racist. They're very uh, upfront. They're very direct. They're very ignorant, close-minded. Um, now it's a little bit different, but in the '90s, it was different. You see, you know, a brown family in Paris, like you know, trying to enjoy themselves. That was me, and my family. You get stared at. You get pointed at. You know, in some cases, you get the old odd woman kind of being very aggressive with her phone with you, you know? So mm-hmm. I experienced it in Europe quite a bit. England, you guys already know wow. England's savage with the racism towards brown people. You know, you they have the, the area that you lived in? Like, it was still, like, a lot of racism where you lived? Yeah, it's everywhere. It was, it's yeah. everywhere. Like, no matter where you put it, it's there, you know? And, and I feel like some people experienced it, some people didn't. I, with the group of people I was with, the type of person i was i was you know in and out of pubs and stuff you see it you feel it you experience it you know you have a night out in the town you get into fights with the, 
other you know colored people and so on and yeah. so forth so it was i grew up definitely in the face of racism so, so so what is the difference from canada to england you would say like if you had to i don't know you've been here for i don't know how many years now but do, is there a difference is there something oh yeah is, is, there, is it way better here is it less here for me yes yes it's for I can, again i can only speak on my experiences and, yeah. and for me um, yes, again, I've, I've experienced racism here, but it's not as direct, it's not as aggressive, it's not as hateful, you know? Here here or there? Here, here it's not as hateful as England. When somebody's racist to you in England, it yeah. comes from a place of hate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here, I feel if somebody's racist, it comes from a place of ignorance or just close-mindedness. Yeah. You so, know what I mean? There's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I've talked to a bunch of people from England... And I, I heard the same thing, even in school, a lot of fights, especially oh, yeah. if you wear a turban or yeah. like, you know, it's more visible. Um, yeah. They just had been through a lot of shit. Yeah. I don't know. That, I, I, I was telling Sachin like here, I had it too. He's from, he grew up in Calgary and then moved here, I think later on, but we used to get spit on and and fights and all that shit. I, I was in soccer when I was younger. It was always like, oh, hey, Packy, Packy, Packy. Yeah. Packy, Packy, all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? The whole time I'm like, I'm not from Pakistan. <laughs> so I was more pissed off about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and you know what's crazy is I've had people be racist to me and, and say the wrong thing. And I'm like, well, this, it's you got the wrong culture. But yeah, they don't care because they yeah. want to be racist. They just need to get that hate out. Yeah, you know, you know what? Crazy. In, in, in a sense, um, I I think racism still exists in Toronto. I think people are really good at hiding yes. it here because they know they'll get cut out or lose their job or whatever. Like, but I appreciate I appreciate some good old fashioned direct racism. Like what? That, that's like a very Chappelle thing. You know how yeah. he said it. You know how he said in the south, yeah. it's just open there. You know, Loved like that. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like, I like that. "Morning." <laughs> and, and Darshan's right too. Darshan once told me he goes, "It exists." He goes, "Just go to the comment section of any newspaper article on CP24 or Star or whatever. People are racist as hell." Yeah, I think that's the thing because they hide it, and, and and with the world of social media now, and, and everything being online, and everybody being like plugged in, you can be somebody. You know, you have that outlet now. You know, anybody yeah, yeah, can be yourself. profile and express themselves, you know, with that racism online on, on all the posts and so on and so forth. It can be that troll. Dude, I, I go on Six Buzz and I see a lot of times, so a lot of the people that make the racist comments, I'll like click on like, who the fuck is, is this saying this, right? Profile. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, I don't like, you fucking coward. You know what I mean? Like, you fucking yeah, but think coward. think about that for a second. Yeah. Break yeah. that down. This yeah. individual is... Yeah. is consciously making an account yeah you know it's almost like premeditated racism you know what i mean you yeah. go <laughs> to 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 that person needs an outlet they can't yeah. do it in their everyday life because they yeah. will get shut down you know dude all i see is there's no picture there's no nothing but every time they always follow such an other than that <laughs> <laughs> i got a diverse you know even like follower <laughs> so I don't know what's slower, your e-bike or Sachin right now. <laughs> no, no, but you know what it is. I, I got a a. I got a diverse group of followers. B. I'm, I'm... <laughs> yo, this guy. Yo, you need to come yeah. up with get a computer 
I'm against a certain word of the No, no, I'm, He's being I, racist. He's being censored. <laughs> yeah, I'm being censored. But you know what it is? I, I personally think that if someone's being racist, um, or someone has racist viewpoints or viewpoints that aren't very popular that will get them canceled, that they should be allowed to express them. And the reason why, hear me out, a lot of people are like, what? A reason why I think so is because then you can have a conversation with them and you can either try to change their mind or get your mind changed, right? Yeah. When you just cut them out or they get, they're scared of losing their job, they start hanging out with people that think like them. And then it's an echo chamber and they start thinking that they're right. Mm-hmm. So it's important to have open racism. Now I'm saying I don't, I don't want to be walking on the street and someone goes, hey, Packy, like not like that. But I mean, if somebody open has an unpopular, yeah, if somebody has an unpopular opinion, I don't want them to feel like they, they should hide that yeah. opinion. Yeah. Hmm. yeah That's my thing. You know, what, you know what terrifies me is, is not the direct racism, because I can deal with that. I can shut people down I have in the past. It's the indirect stuff. And what I mean by that is, is I think it was about eight years ago, uh, I was working for a corporate uh, gym and um, I did well, you know, I, will, I built myself up and it was my kind of, I was next in line to be a certain type of manager, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I had an interview and another guy had an interview and the other guy got it and I had way more experience. My numbers were way more better, but obviously it's that person was then the face you know what I mean, of the team. And they just didn't yeah. want, you know, a brown guy with a big beard, you know, being that face, you know. And this was, again, a lot's changed in eight years, you know. And, um, but yeah, that was back then. That's the stuff that bothers me because yeah. now you're denied yeah. what's yours. Yeah. And that definitely you know? happened. That definitely yeah. happened. Judy, in retail and corporate, if you wear a turban, all right, I'm telling you right now, there, there's, there's a lot of races. They'll stop you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, from moving up. It's that whole, they want that certain like look and, and, and they just won't hire you. They won't give you a fair shake. They just won't. You feel it a lot in like jobs like mine where you're account manager or a sales rep. Um, luckily for me, I work in a place where that's not even a factor, right? But mm-hmm. if you look at a lot of sales positions, because they know you're the face of the company going out, you won't see a lot of guys with accents or, or immigrants doing that type of job or people with turbans because a lot of companies don't want that as their face. Mm-hmm. Customers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, 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 they want, want you to do well. They want you to do well, but they're, they're willing to put a roof on your success, unfortunately. You know, yeah. it's like, we'll, 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 we'll keep you on a leash. You know what I mean? And, and that's unfortunate. And that's the, that's the racism that I can't stand. You know, it's the indirect opportunity racism that but, but, bothers me. Here's one thing I'm not, I'm not going to argue that. Of course, that's very bothering. But I think because that exists, you see a lot of successful Punjabis in Muslim and Hindus and brown people all around the world because they were forced to start their own business. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then they realized too that, you know what, I can be like my uncle or my dad or whatever, or I can do my own thing. I think yeah. that really... Like motivates started a lot it of does, people owning their own businesses. Yeah, yeah. and 100%. our people are successful, man. They we work hard. We have to work harder. If yeah. somebody makes fucking like ten fucking chairs, we have to make fucking forty, fifty. And it's and it's not just limited to our people. It's it's yeah. it's, it's everybody. That it's that immigrant um kind of ment- uh, mindset. 
yeah. of it, it's it's kill or be killed, right? Sink or swim. It's like it's that desperation creates a certain type of work ethic that's mm-hmm. just embedded in that individual, regardless of the skin yeah, tone, dude. you know. And, yeah. and and I respect that, you know. Such a question. Yo, dude. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. You're gonna ask Sorry. a question. Yeah, if we were in the states right now, let's say we were in Minneapolis, the three of us. Yeah. Would you be out on the streets? Yes or no? Out on the streets? Yeah. Like, like protesting right now. Not out on the streets like as in a bum and addicted to math. Yeah. Out on the streets like as in protesting. I could do right both. <laughs> yeah, I, I, listen, I would, I would. And I'll tell you why. Because number one, I've experienced racism. And number two, now is not a time to be silent. You know, yeah. and that's just my two cents. And, and, and I wouldn't, there's no hard feelings to the people who wouldn't want to be out there. But I can only speak for myself. And I, I personally wouldn't be out there. You yeah, know, whether I would be. Too. Yeah, whether it be an asylum protest, whether it be, you know, uh, marching, whatever it may be, it, it definitely show my support, do yeah. what I can. Like, to, yeah, so uh, like if we live there, if we, yeah. like, for example, if that shit happened here, fuck yeah, you'd be outside. You're, yeah. you're pissed off just watching that video. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If it happened here, fuck I'd, yeah. I'd be outside to show the system that I wouldn't loot. I, I mean, no, no, I wouldn't be looting. I, I, no, should, no. I, I shouldn't say I wouldn't. I mean, if there was a GameStop and the windows were already broken and there's GTA Five, I might take a game. <laughs> you might go to GameStop. <laughs> the guy said GameStop. Yeah, how old are you, bro? Because no, I seen a couple. I seen a couple of them broken yesterday, bro. They broke the windows. But but the only the only problem I had, I was like, you know how many looters stopped once they got their PS4? They're like, I'm not looting no more. I'm going home playing games. But anyway, <laughs> but anyways. I hope I wouldn't loot. I can't give any guarantees on my behavior. No, fuck that. I wouldn't do that. It's not. But I would be out there just to show everyone else out there, like the, especially like you know the black people, that yeah. this is not your fight alone. Like there's other people that exactly. Can... And you know what? This is one thing I, I, that really needs to be said. One thing: it, it's not black versus white. It's everybody versus racism, injustice, and it's everybody versus you know a. a a messed up system justice yeah. system you know whatever whatever you want to call it that Do being it. said yeah. that being yeah. said with uh, i mean we've touched base on the racism in the states what's your what's your thoughts on um, obviously the pandemic and and i mean we're three months in now you know what what, what do you foresee happening with the quarantine dude i thought by now we would be back everybody would be back at yeah. work so did I. I thought i thought you know um, now I hear like second wave and all this other shit. I thought, all right, everybody like, you know, you're off work for three months, shit settles down, you get back to work and we figure it out. But now it's like, I, I think how they find a cure for it. It's going to be hard to, to go back to any sense of what we consider normal. Having <clears> said that, I mean, it's encouraging to see some stores and stuff open up. Um, it's discouraging to see all the ladies waiting in the lineup at winners. Cause like, Bitch, where are you going to wear that shit? Everything's closed. You know what I'm saying? Like, what it's the lack of social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. What are no you buying? Like, th- those shoes and that dress? Where the fuck are you going to wear that? I think, I think there's definitely been a weird, um, set, um, what, what do you want to call it? Like, priority of what needs to be open and closed. Yeah. You know? So, it's like, for example, like, you know, I'm in the grocery store. Grocery stores obviously need to be open. You are literally passing by dozens upon dozens of people. However, yeah. in the lineup, you need to stay a couple of feet back. Like, yeah, yeah. if I'm going to catch in you, the store, it doesn't matter. 20 minutes ago, 
mm-hmm. you know and um, mm-hmm. so there's, there's a lot of flaws you know like every like you know i get it they needed to draw circles on the floor and the park and stuff but what does that i get it they're doing their due diligence but like coronavirus is still going to go inside mm-hmm. that circle you know yeah. what i mean um yeah. Yeah, anything, the virus doesn't go, recognize the circle as a saw yeah if anything like they need to shut the park down yeah, you know, I agree make, with that. like, like, like that—that's the type of stuff. There's definitely holes in, in, in. Because yo, in everybody's going not gonna go into that circle, right? You open that yeah, shit like, up. Like, for example, everybody's like not dental, gonna sit in there. Yeah, like dental hygienists are opening now, right? Yeah. And I was reading reading an article about the, or uh, that somebody wrote, and they were like, "Why do they need to be open when you are so close to a patient? You are literally in their mouth." Yeah. You yeah, know, like, exactly. why does that need to be open? when there's other services where you can keep a distance that are closed, you know, yeah. and there's a lot of small businesses that are unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but like that are closing down, like for no, yeah. like it's, they don't need to be. And these are businesses no. that keep the economy going. And these are businesses that have been around longer than some of the people in Toronto. Yeah. I said it when this started breaking off, uh, Charn, I don't know if you listen to some of the podcasts, but I was against the shutdown. I said that they should have isolated old people and the people with pre-existing conditions and their caregivers and let everyone else continue to work. That's the way it should have went. And even yeah. now, when you look at all the percentages of deaths in Ontario, most of them are at old folks' homes. Most mm. of them are older people. And we should have protected that, put all our resources in protecting that population and let everyone else go about and do their thing. So Yeah, like, because so you know what... The- because one, one issue I'm having as well is that there's a lot of people that are carriers. They get no symptoms, you know, they don't even know they have it, and they're just mm-hmm. passing it on. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? That's why they're, they're going crazy. about their day like, oh, I don't have coronavirus. Like, you know what I mean? And it, yeah. yeah. They're, they're carriers. But you know what, Jar? Yeah. You know that's what? a good porn name for Raj. Raj's porn name. One is- of the things that this uh, coronavirus has taught me, like, I'll be honest with you, it just hits its, its head home is that, fuck man like it's like get in shape dude because people that have diabetes the people that are overweight the people that you know they're a higher risk man you know what i mean right. i'm I, they're a higher risk for like for this to like kill you yeah you know so what what I mean? it's the, you, anyway, anything that involves your immune system right so yeah it's, it's gonna hit you and and yeah. you know what it's crazy is um is like now, okay, so let's just say, you know, things start opening, it's still not going to be the same. Like, the way they're implementing rules, like flight travel, all this kind of stuff, it's going to be different. And God knows how long it's going to go on until it goes back to the original normal. It probably won't. But, but, but I mean, one, one article I was reading, first of all, uh, Charan, what Rod was trying to ask you for was a discount on training sessions. I yeah. <laughs> I already paid, bro. <laughs> I, I, so, yo, I Zoom. I, we're gonna do it on Zoom. That's bro, it. no, the bike. 100% doing the bike thing. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, we're biking. We're biking for sure. 100%. I'm not even fucking around with that. Yeah, because Rod was a brand I'll bike too, to right? you, and then we'll bike around. No, yeah. but I had a question, John. But like, this has affected you obviously because all the gyms are closed. I mean, this is this is your like bread and butter. This is what you do. Uh, mm. uh, when do you see the gyms opening up, man? And even if they're opened up, like. What's so, going to be different in your opinion? So I think this is definitely a time for small studios to thrive because small studios have been doing, it's all appointment based. It's very limited who comes in and out, you know, um, very, very easy to set up, you know, things that are more protective. 
you know, a lot more like sanitizer stations and so on and so forth. Studios are going to kill it. Uh, uh, people that are living in fear, they're not going to want to go to the good lives, you know, no, because no. of the amount of people that are going in and out. But now, yeah. good life, sorry, corporate chains have just announced a certain set of rules and it's all, they're going to lose hundreds of thousands of members because of their new rules that they've now stated, right? Um, because obviously they have to. They have to cater to what's going on. It's unfortunate, but they're going to lose a lot of businesses. So, yeah, small studios are definitely going to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole coronavirus isolation, quarantine, whatever you want to call it, it's actually given people um, a mindset that they can actually do it themselves. You know, a lot of people are doing stuff at home. They're just following YouTube videos. So that's why a lot of trainers are taking their business online, you know, just sticking yeah, online yeah. training. The online industry, like the online training world was already booming. It just boosted up and anybody who wasn't on it is now on it. Yeah. So is that what yeah. you're doing right now? You're, you're doing online stuff? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, working on, I'm working on a site where it's like a subscription based. So it's very affordable. You go on. You have access to hundreds and hundreds of my videos. Mm-hmm. And then I do my classes on there and you can plug into classes. You can see previous classes. There's life coaching on it. I'm working on that. Yeah, um, that sounds dope. And, yeah. And then obviously we got the gym. And then the gym is we have our classes online. Um, yeah. you know, and we're going to expand the amount of classes that we do uh, within the week as well. So, Are you at the same gym that, that we worked at? Or is it a different no, gym? No, different gym. It's five yeah, minutes away. Yeah. But yeah, five minutes away from you or five minutes away from the other gym? From the other place, from the other place. Because we were sharing that space originally. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But now yeah. we are our own spot. Yeah, because I saw rock climbing and shit. I'm like, where the fuck? No, no, that's, that's just my own training, man. I go, right, oh. I go rock climbing every week, man. Oh, that's sick, dude. That's my shit, you know? Yeah. So. See, you know what else you're going to see from this, I think, is you're going to see, like, a lot of businesses realize that a physical space is not necessarily needed, depending on how your business is set up. Yeah. Because you could probably like, because that's usually your biggest cost center, right? Is your lease for yeah. your place. The rent. I see downtown. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are going to be, you know, walking from home and, and cutting costs now. Even like major multi, multi-million dollar businesses, they're going to be doing the same thing. They're going to cut yeah. so much costs. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and then this what pandemic that- is going to, it's going to, it's going to change the way businesses kind of see things. Right. And this, yeah. People are going to prepare for future pandemics so they're protected. You know what the thing with coronavirus is too? I was reading some articles on Darshan disagrees with me, which is okay because he's a vegan and I don't trust anyone that doesn't eat meat. But um, (laughs) 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 Um, the coronaviruses, if y'all remember SARS in the early 2000s, they're notoriously known for coming in, coming on strong, catching on rapidly, and then mutating to very less lethal form, and then finally disappearing. Because they still don't have a vaccine for SARS, but it never came back. What about Ebola? Well, the thing Ebola. SARS wasn't contagious. Ebola, Ebola will not fuck a coronavirus. You. Ebola will fucking, you like rot. You start yeah. bleeding from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. What, about, what about mad cow ah. disease? Remember that? Oh, yeah, but see, it, 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 what I'm saying is, but with coronavirus, they're even more known to come in quickly spread rapidly and then kind of die off and if you look at countries like sweden that didn't lock down uh poland as well and if you compare their curve to countries that locked down it's very similar so it's almost like the virus is doing this it comes in it spreads rapidly and then it kind of just degrades and dies off so So, i wouldn't be surprised if it just dies off 
So what do you? But, what would you suggest India do? India right now. They're like, yeah, well, fan of the bitch. You're, you have to stay in the pen right now, apparently. Like, well, first thing today, what they should do is atone for 1984. And after they're done doing that, then yeah. they, can, they can take care of the other shit that they got going on there. But that's Yo, you know what, man? Like, that's another thing, man. I hope India is paying attention to what's going on in the States because they got the worst police in the world, man. They got the most corrupt cops. Those 100%. guys are crazy. Yeah. Their whole system is corrupt. Yeah, it's nuts. India, one big until India, yeah, until India starts paying their police a living wage and has a system where you don't... I was telling Raj this story once, too. I, I had a cousin in the fan that became a cop, right? Hmm. So I was happy. He's a younger dude, and he seems like he's well-versed and educated on how this world is. So I told him, I go, that's great. You're going to be a cop now. Hopefully, you're one of the few cops that doesn't take Rishwet, right? Yeah. And then he, he goes to me, Paji. To be a cop, I have to make that back somehow. So you have to pay to become an you officer to, to make that money cop. back. That's what I'm trying to say. They don't make a living wage. If you look at the police's wage in India, the reason why they take Rishwat, yeah, some of them take it because they're greedy. But the main reason is if you look at a policeman's salary, you'll never move out of a one-bedroom apartment. Mm, damn. I don't see it fucking changing there. I just don't see it at all. No, it's not. Yeah, it's it's just the way that they run. Like even how even how they enforce the quarantine, they got the sticks and they spend so pop pop They just pop. beat the shit out of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that right there is my dream job. If you gave me a stick in the morning and said just go hit the streets and beat the shit out of people, fam, I would do it for free. I would pay you to allow me to do that. <laughs> you're crazy. I'm so I'm so happy that you're not a police officer here and there. <laughs> Bro, I could never be a cop here because I think you have to have a clean criminal record. And anytime a cop is behind me, you know, you can tell. Wait, you gotta you gotta pass the physical first, bro. Oh yeah, that's not happening either. <laughs> but you I'm gotta do the beep the criminal record. You gotta so, get you a bike, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you bro I'll give you the e-bike, bro. I'll give you the e-bike. They're like, we've never seen numbers like this. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's so gonna take you know those move. foldable bikes that go into like a suitcase. <laughs> He takes that to work with him around. every day. <laughs> oh, man. You, you know what the funny part is? When a cop is behind me and they start, you know, you can tell they're punching in your plate. So the second yeah, they're looking they're, like this. You can yeah, see them. The second they're punching in my plate, I'm like, ah, fuck. Because then I know I get pulled over. Every single time they punch in my plate, I get pulled over. Because the, na- the own- owner's name shows up, my record shows up, and then right away I just see, whoa, whoa. Like they wait for me to make one mistake. Yeah. Five kilometers over, and I'm getting pulled. Yeah. Well, you know, they just think you're going to repeat the behavior, you know? But Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. And you, you is. know what? You've done a really good job. You stayed away from those uh, public schools, and you know, I'm going to. Yeah. You're still. <laughs> I, just- I was listening to the Leah song that said, AJ, nothing but a number. And then, <laughs> Yo, isn't that the one R. Kelly wrote for her? Yeah, it is. I watched God that documentary damn. too. I watched that documentary too. Yeah, and then he pissed on her right after. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yo, man, there's so many crazy documentaries because they know freaking everybody's at home. So they're like, yeah, let's put this one out. Let's put the Epstein one out. Let's put the Obama oh, one out. Did, did you finish the Epstein one? No, not yet. Holy fuck, man. I've watched that one. There's the Michelle Obama one. That one's really good. 
Yeah, I didn't haven't seen that one yet either. I read somewhere that's a dude. No, but Obama, like, it's all strategic, man. There's no way all this shit's going on and then they just put a Michelle Obama documentary to make it look like, a, you know, the savior, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you're going to run for president. You think so? In the, ne- in the next? Wait, like, when? Bro, it, this, it's so strategically planned. It's just probably, man. It'll probably win. Yo, uh, Sachin's a very, like, conspiracy theorist. Like, Sachin, like, I'm surprised you didn't bring that up yet, bro. About? About uh, you know Michelle Obama running for uh, president, I'd vote for her. I'm not even lying. Dude, it's it's already planned. Okay, everything's been planned eight or ten years in advance. We're just watching the movie. Do you think Trump's gonna win again? Yeah. No. Uh, maybe. Dude, I hope he doesn't, dude. Because I, I don't. Wanna, think I, hope he, he, I, I, I hope really want to come to your wedding. No, I hope he doesn't, and I have faith in my American brothers and sisters, but. If America has shown me anything in my life, it's that they're dumb as fuck. So if he does win, I won't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. So this whole protest, do you think this has worked against him? Um, I, no, I, I, I honestly think I think voters, it has. I think it has. I think, I think, it I has. think people that vote for Trump don't care. That's how dumb his voter base is. I think they don't give a shit. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's what he goes for. He loves but the thing people. is, his voter base is going to drastically decrease. Hopefully. But then, yeah. then the problem is you got a pedophile running against him. Biden? Yeah. Yo, that guy's like, is he all, is he all up there? Like, is, he, is he okay? Because I heard he like, like, when he's doing speeches, he forgets things. <laughs> he touched Samit once. He what? He touched Samit inappropriately one time when Samit met him. Is he Samit's mama? Is he Samit's mama? No, he's Samit's cha <laughs> Joe, hey, yeah, uh, Jaren, I know you don't really talk about uh, relationships and stuff. I was going to say, during the quarantine, shit must be really hard. <laughs> what do you mean? Yo, I know I- you don't kiss and tell, but I'm just saying, like, if you're single and, like, you know, well, you can't even, like... Yo, who said I'm single? Oh, I don't know. My bad, bro. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get we'll get off this then. <laughs> oh shit. We'll get off this. Well, uh, what Raj has been doing, because Raj can't go to any rub and tugs anymore. So he told me the other day, he goes, I just rub one out and I pay myself a hundred bucks. <laughs> so, so he's doing pretty good, man. What I'm saying, he's, gonna, he's got a lot of yeah, he's got a lot of training. He's making money. it rain on itself. I'm like, you can do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he's we're stuck home. We can do it ourselves. Terrible. Terrible. No, no. I, I've been actually doing it on over Zoom. <laughs> yo, you know what? Yo, you know, I seen a, I seen a great meme the other day. It was the Scooby-Doo team. And yeah. you know how they always reveal, like, the, the monster who it is? And it's, like, the original person they saw right at the start of the episode. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, let's see who's behind coronavirus. And they lift it up, and it's the Zoom app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. True, dude. It's time they, they benefited the most. It's always the person that benefits the most, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, funny enough, man, like, um, I've been actually getting a, because you brought up relationships and stuff. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of messages and from people and people I know and people, friends, whatever, and a couple of randoms as well about people like breaking up during this time, during the quarantine really? time. Yeah, man, it's it's COVID and quarantine isolation is bringing it's bringing out, you know, uh, 
exposing people's, you know, behavior or your people are acting out of character and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's definitely a real issue. What's going on? People, people are, and it's also hard if you can't if you can't see the. What the hell is this guy saying? This guy's fucking. Yo, people from India have a better connection than you, bro. We're just waiting. We're just writing out. The good dialogue. Yeah, you're back. You're back. Every time his microwave goes on, it. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, you know why? I'm stealing Wi-Fi from my neighbor. <laughs> you know, so it's his microwave. You know, we, we live pretty ghetto fabulous down here, bro. Brampton, the bitch, eh? Brampton. Yo, I went, I went to his house one time. He let me connect his Wi-Fi and never disconnected, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're working on his Netflix next, bro. Yo, Charn, yo, straight up, bro. I just, uh, you know, I, you know, I just want oh, to let you know, I was somebody at one time, bro. I just want to let you know. And these do not say participation on them. All right. What are they, like third and fourth or some shit? No. Uh, uh, no, but uh, four teams. Let me just say 1991 and 1992. Good years, bro. Good years, man. <laughs> you know, I was just saying to these guys, you know how, like, Jordan, how many times did they win? Six times? Yeah. Yeah, six times. I was just like back to back. One one year, the other year. But you did it like it. the Blue Jays. Soccer. Yeah, you it was like back Jays, to back. Eh? 91, yeah. 92. The thing is, I was just like, if you do it, okay, first time you do it, you know, people say it might be a fluke. Then you do it again the next year and you win again. It's like, why, why show up? Why keep going? I'm, yeah. I'm done. You know what I'm that saying? Old. Like, what's next? So that's, that's like losing one pound and then people saying it's a fluke and then losing two pounds and then being like, Forget it. What's the point wow. of losing 10 pounds? Yeah. I'll just well, stop at two. <laughs> Raj came. Raj came to train with you after. And then as he walked from the parking lot to the front door, he's like, that's my workout, fam. I'm that's done. It. He's, he's like, I'm done. His car. No, he's like, I'm happy. I do see your videos. Like, you know, where you're working out at, you know, at home and whatnot like that. And I'm just like, fuck. Must feel so good. Like, you know, when you look like that and... No, like you're saying, you're getting a lot of DMs and shit like that. And, you know, Yo, all- <laughs> business, man. be helping people, you know? Yeah, you know, helping people, you know? Like, yeah, if that's what you want to call it, baby. <laughs> Yo, no idea what you're talking about. Yo, you want to go through my, go through them now. No, I'm just saying, in-call services or whatever you do. <laughs> what are we going on this bike ride? Yo, legit, I'm ready. I'll charge it up today. <laughs> I'll make you guys tomorrow. charge it up. Yo. <laughs> Bring this spare battery. Yo, obviously, I'm going to like, I'm, it's going to be a motorcycle coming to your place. And then I'll shut it off. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll, I'll drive behind you guys in my car really slowly, though. Then what is this? Isn't that a bike ride? I'm going to be the only one biking. Sachin's yeah, going to actually... He's gonna put the bike in his charger. He's gonna come to your place. Yeah. And then when I get there, I'm gonna be like, you're gonna be like, let's go biking. And I'm gonna be like, nah, bro, I was tired putting the bike in. I'm done. Yo, Sachin uh, and Charm, 100%, I'm down. So, what you, I was gonna say, what's your schedule like? But let's go, let's go. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready, yo. I come back around five o'clock from work. And Perfect. Let's go. let's go. I'll just ride to your place. I'm good. I just have to buy a bike now. What? Go to um um. Don't go to Walmart or anything. Go to Cycle Path Brampton on Main Street. 
like oh, downtown yeah, Brampton. That's where I got my bike from, and it's great, man. What's like, the price range on bikes anyway? Um, you can pick one up from four hundred to freaking two thousand, man. That's like that's crazy. It gets crazy. But then if, go on their website. Go on their website, and you, they have deals. And I'm not trying to like plug them or anything, but I'm just saying I went there. I got one on sale, and fuck yeah, man. And so, yeah, and I've seen your uh, pay stubs, so you know. I don't think it's an issue, bro. Hey, just Charles, pick one up. Never, on. Let me give you a little advice. Never tell Raj what you make. <laughs> I mean, I can go get you a bike if you want. Just, just give me two Gs. I'll go get you one. And uh... that's like one, one week, <laughs> one week pretext. <laughs> <laughs> get you a fucking one for two fifty. I'm, I'm, I'm making electric. I get you the kids' too. bike. <laughs> Yeah, Honestly, get I want to be a bike. Get an e bike. Go with your e cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, yo, does this have an asterisk? <laughs> hey, Raj, have you ever tried to put a card in the spoke of your e bike? No, What I don't understand is I've seen your e bike. I was there when Darshan sold it to you. Why did Darshan have an e bike? You know, that's how homeless people, like, that's how they travel downtown, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, uh, I, yo, it's amazing. It feels really good, dude. I'm not even going to fuck with you. You do a little bit of work and it helps you. <laughs> this is fucking a regular bike. <laughs> yo, Char, honestly, we start doing this, I swear to God, I'll get a regular bike right after. So I'll have two. I'll have... Yo, let's run it. Let's run it. I'm down, man. Honestly, I'm, I'm biking regularly anyway. When, when do you want to do this? Can like, we do it on Wednesday? Can we start Wednesday? Yeah, yeah Wednesday's good with me. Okay, so Charles. Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening? Such a Wednesday evening? Let's yeah, kill it, nothing right crazy. Here. Nothing yeah. crazy. I'll, I, yeah. I don't mind biking. I'll bike to you guys. Yeah. And, um, and we'll do like 510K and then I'll bike back. Okay. Sachin, okay. you want to do the quota of the week? Like you want yeah, to tell so, so what that it's is? a new thing we do at Charin. So uh, at the end of every episode, we do what's called the Kot of the Week. So it's whoever displayed enough Kotanist behavior for us to give them the Kot of the Week. So the Kot of so the Week you. this week. <laughs> yeah. No, I will be the Kot of the Week one week, but this week is not me. But after much deliberation, actually, we didn't even need to think of it. The Kot of the Week is that piece of shit. Sarakota Haram Jada. Oh fuck. Oh, fuck. oh fuck. George Chavan, <laughs> that cop that put his knee on that man's neck and extinguished his life. You're 100%. a one hundred percent. Uh I I've never ever wished bad upon everyone, but I wish everything you touches turns to shit and not regular shit. I wish it turns to diarrhea. You're a piece of shit and a coward of a human being. Do that to somebody. I couldn't even do that to my worst enemy, okay? When you got your knee on someone's neck and they're telling you they can't breathe, and his crime was what? He wrote a fraudulent check in these tough economic times? You piece of fucking shit. I hope you die in jail. Go to the week, Jordan Chavan. Oh, and the three other cowards that were cops that stood around and did nothing. Fuck your life, too. Yes, sir. That's it. Amen. All right. I'm, I'm glad we're ending this on a positive note. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, hey, Charn, it's always, always a pleasure to see you, man. 
We're going to go bike riding, and me and Raj are actually going to throw it up on our live. And yeah, man, we'll, let's we'll do, do it. Before and after of it. Before and after of how we were before we met you and how we were after the bike ride and yes, how dead we are. That'd 100%. be awesome. Let's All do right. it Wednesday. 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 All right. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us, Karen. You can Thank come you, on brother. anytime you want. Monday, just yeah. call into the Zoom meeting. We got you. Appreciate Respect. it, bro. I'm down. Right. I've got nothing going on right now. I'm so, like, you guys know I work hard and, and it's, it's, I'm finally getting a break to do, you know, to connect with people, keep in touch with people. So I'm down, man, honestly. You're doing That's a great job. Hey, share your at, uh, Charn, share your at. Yeah, train with Charn. Train with Charn on Instagram. Train with Charn on YouTube. The gym is project underscore underscore rise. And yeah, just reach out, man. Done. Done. Boom. All right. Later, fam. All right, guys. All right, guys. Respect. Thank you guys so much. Peace out, bro. Mad love. Peace Wednesday. Out. Mad love. Mad love. Mad love.